everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. What an incredible day it is, because this is the first episode where we start to dive into some content, the content that is going to shape the way that you think and how you show up in your life. And before I dive into the first topic of this series, I first want to talk about the taco because one of my major goals is not only to shift your mindset and the way that you think, but also to shift the way that you think about your eating, to build that healthy relationship with food, and to realize that you don't have to be stuck with chicken and broccoli for the rest of your life in order to be healthy, that you can have fun with your eating. And so if you would like to try some of my delicious tacos, I'm going to include them in my show notes from week to week. And the one that's included in the show notes that you can bring to your table for friends and families and loved ones is the avocado lime BLT taco, which, oh my goodness, this was so incredibly delicious. This is something that you can easily make in five to 10 minutes, serve it during lunch, even serve it at dinner, and it will truly just hit your taste buds in the right way. If that is something that you're interested in trying, definitely go check out the show notes and you can find the recipe there. Now let's go ahead and dive into the topic of this week. And I thought it would only be appropriate to dive into a topic of where to get started. Because as a coach and just in general, as people have heard my story and the journey that I've been on, they say, Kayla, how in the world have you been so successful? Where did it all start for you? And how did you continue on along this journey of weight loss into owning your own business? And I had to think about it, and what became incredibly clear to me was that mindset was truly the backbone of everything that gave me success. But not just mindset, the ability to uphold and sustain mental grit regardless of what gets thrown at me in my life. And what I want to do today is not only define what mental grit means to me and how it's impacted me in my journey, but give you action items that you can start to implement in your life starting today so that way you can start to take massive action towards your goals. But before I jump in, I want to share a story with you. When I decided that I was going to start my business, I experienced so much imposter syndrome. Even though I went on this incredible transformation journey, I didn't have the experience. I didn't have the Silver Spoon resume, the education. I mean, yes, I had a personal trainer certification that I just happened to gain out of personal interest, but that was it. And here I was thinking, who am I to think that I could help people get results, let alone run a business from scratch? Who was I to think that? And over time, after having conversations and borrowing confidence from other people, I realized that I didn't need all of that. What I needed and what I already had had was the story, the story that people could relate to and the mental grit to persevere. I think a lot of us get distracted by talent. You know, they say either you're born with it or you're not. And I I think that there is a part of that that could be true. There's definitely, you know, a part of that that can maybe give you a leg up. But what really, really sets people apart from people who have talent versus people that don't is who's willing to push past the hard times. 
And it's funny, in, in lots of studies, and for those of you that have maybe studied psychology or have read the book Grit by Angela Duckworth, she talks a lot about this. She talks a lot about how the fact that she studied some of the most talented people in the world, and while yet some of them might be the most successful, a lot of talented people have fallen to the wayside. And the reason why is because they weren't able to sustain past the challenges that life or the external circumstances put in front of them. It was the people that had the most mental grit and had built that over time that actually outdid, outperformed people in multiple industries and studies, anything, you name it. It was the people that were able to deal with the thoughts inside their head and control them to the point to drive them to completion to drive them to success. And that, my friends, is where I want to get you because you're listening to this podcast not to be average or ordinary. You didn't come here for the easy. You came here for change. You came here for the hard. And what I want to do is prepare you for those hard moments and how you're going to get over them. So let's talk mental grit. Mental grit can be best described as passion and perseverance. I totally agree with that definition, but I think there's so much more to that. And it's kind of lacking certain things. These are just buzzwords in my perspective. So when I think about mental grit, how to build it and sustain it over time, this is how I describe it. Mental grit is the ability to face your fears and overcome them. To do one thing a day that scares the living crap out of you. 99.9% of people won't do something because there is a fear. There is a belief, maybe there's an external circumstance or something that's happened in the past that is holding them back. If we can rehardwire our evolutionary brains that has the flight or fight response of anything, which could be something of, you know, a simple fear of the dark to completely falling on your face in the middle of a ninja competition, AK, that's my life consistently, right? It could be whatever fear that it is, but our brains have that fight or flight response to hold us back and to protect us from anything that comes in our way and says, nope, this is a fear. You have to be afraid of it. You cannot take action. You have to stay in homeostasis. That is what our brain is doing. We have to flex the confidence muscle and fight against those things in order to hardwire our brain to no longer think of those fears. Because at the end of the day, you guys, you have to find your truth. Fears, more often than not, just come from the emotional part of our brains. It comes from emotional thinking. That is not logical thinking. Yes, we are humans, and yes, we have emotions, and we have to use those as our superpowers. But our logical thinking that happens out of our prefrontal cortex, that is where true decision-making and where truth can be found. So if we are always thinking through emotion and we're attaching negative meanings to certain things in our life, guess what? We're not going to take action. So instead of thinking about fear through our emotional thinking, let's start to eliminate that, find our truth, and then take action towards that truth. And through that, you're going to flex your confidence muscle. So if I can give you one piece of advice is to do something that scares you every single day. Small or large, it does not matter. Do something one thing a day that is going to scare you and get you closer to your goals. But that is the first thing, right? Is the ability to overcome fear and take action despite of it. The second thing that, which I think actually very well overlaps with this idea of fear is the thoughts that are holding us back in the first place, which is our self-limiting beliefs, our doubts, 
the things that tell us, no, we cannot do it. The second part of building mental grit is the ability to rewrite those self-limiting beliefs and those doubts that you have about yourself. And this might sound incredibly hard, but I promise you it's really not. It's as simple as evaluating the fact that you have a fear as well as a self-limiting belief, understanding through reflection of where that comes from, understanding whether or not is this truth or is this just thinking through emotional thinking. Again, we just chatted about this. And then from there, taking the opportunity to rewrite it to something more empowering. But the more that you can become aware of rewriting those beliefs in your life that are causing you to stand still, to not take action in your life, and to therefore rewrite them into something more empowering, you will take more action, which then in turn will bring you to the third thing of how to build mental grit, which is initiative taking action towards your goals, no matter what. I think we hear this idea of taking action and we sort of shy away. We get scared. And I want to just bring a breath of fresh air to this and let you know that when I say massive action, I'm not saying move mountains overnight. I'm saying do the little things that are going to consistently compound and make you 2% better every single day. That is it. If you've read The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy or maybe The Slight Edge, for example, they talk about this. They talk about the fact that all of the millionaires and the people that make it big, they didn't start big because they moved mountains overnight. They got big because they stayed consistent to a few small things that consistently made them better day after day. And they showed up for those things and they did it no matter what day after day. That is what we need to do. So if you have your vision, if you have your goals laid out, if you have the direction of where you're going, get really clear. Focus in on what those action items are. And if you're not sure what those action items are, that's where you have to ask for help. That's where you have to have the conversations. You have to have clarity. Clarity is king in this situation. If you know exactly what it's going to take to get you from point A to point B, and you consistently do those things over time, I promise you, you will see the outcomes and the changes come to fruition that you want in your life. So take action no matter what. And the last part of this is be tenacious. Have tenacity. Again, it's that idea of doing it no matter what, but here's the difference in the way that I think of tenacity as it relates to mental grit. When we start taking action and get caught up in the hustle and the bustle of the demanding world that we live in, guess what happens? We start to put ourselves on the back burner, our mind, our body, our soul. All that starts to get thrown out the window because here we are answering to the demands of life, to our families, to our bosses, our work life, because we think, well, I got to make money. I got to feed the hungry kids at home or I got to feed myself for that matter. I got bills to pay. So we automatically put our business plan ahead of our life plan when really we need to start filling our cup first and start focusing on the plan that we have for our life rather than all of the other things that maybe are the vehicle to get us to those things. So you've heard this. You cannot pour from an empty cup. 
It is one of the truest statements out there. And I know that from experience being in the corporate world, working 60 to 70 hours. I got so burnt out that I hit rock bottom, found myself in the middle of a toxic relationship and could not dig my way out. And it was not until I eliminated all the things that were no longer serving me and I started to prioritize myself first that I started to see my life and the trajectory of my life completely shift. Now, filling your cup is going to look different for everyone, but for me, this is how simple it was. Starting the first 10 minutes of my day doing something that served my mental state. Whether that was reading a book that helped me with the next venture that I was on or a way for me to better communicate with my loved ones or build better relationships. Maybe I did a priming exercise, a mindful meditation, right? The first 10 minutes of the day are for me and for no one else. Because the first minute that I start to look at my phone, at my emails, the notifications, whatever it was that was on that little device that now controls our lives, I gave someone else the control of how I was going to show up that day who I was going to be. So I had to take back that control and set myself off on the right foot for the day in regards to how I wanted to show up and who I wanted to be that day. The other thing that I did was I just started moving my body in a way that I enjoyed. And I think everyone is like, oh, I got to run a million miles or kill myself with burpees and do all the things. And it's like, ooh, (laughs) yes, I do like to run and I do do burpees myself. But You guys, this is about doing something that you enjoy, moving your body in a way that makes you feel strong, that makes you feel confident, that allows for you to build energy and just release this love and gratitude for this amazing, not only piece of art, but this powerhouse of a system that you were granted by being on this earth, by being born. I really do believe that our bodies and the way that we craft our bodies, like that is the best project that you will ever get to work on. So show it love, show it kindness, nurture it every single day. Even if that's for a few minutes a day by being out in nature and going on a walk, or maybe it's doing a couple of push-ups, right? Everyone likes some good shoulders and nice chest, (laughs) right? Some good biceps. I love my arms, by the way. (laughs) That's one of my favorite things about me. But that's all that it takes. Give yourself some time to celebrate the beautiful thing that you were gifted. And that was this body that gave you capabilities of doing things that you never, ever thought that you can do. The other thing that I started to do was I started to just have a healthier relationship with food. I reflected on where I currently stood with it and how I viewed it and how that was impacting not only my mindset towards food, but how that was impacting my behavior when I sat down to eat every single day. And I found out if you don't eat a bunch of processed stuff or go out to eat all the time, like if you just make your food at home and utilize whole foods that serve you and make you feel good and give you energy that really, nine times out of ten, you won't lose. (laughs) You'll do pretty well for yourself. So those were the three things. And then I started to pair that with accountability, with mentorship, with not doing that alone. So not only was I showing up for myself and my personal journey, but now I was showing up for other people, which kept me more accountable. And nonetheless, it made me happier. I was fulfilled showing up for my friends and for my family and my gym buddies or whoever it was every single day. So to wrap that up, when I say tenacity, I don't only mean showing up no matter what, but I mean showing up for you and your personal journey and filling your cup first no matter what. Taking that 15 to 30 minutes a day to 
to serve your mind, to serve your body, to, to fuel your body with the things that are going to, to make you better, that is what I mean by tenacity. So that was a lot that I just threw at you. So let's just take a quick second to review. Building mental grit comes down to learning how to love fear and overcoming those fears, rewriting your self-limiting beliefs and doubts into something that's going to empower you to take action, to take initiative in your life towards your goals by doing the small things every day that consistently compound over time and doing them tenaciously, doing them no matter what, and doing it in a way where it still allows for you to show up in your personal journey so that you can pour into other things around you from a full cup rather than an empty one. That is what building mental grit is. Now, here's what it's not. (laughs) Okay, let's not get confused. This is not continually pressing forward in things that do not serve you. I think we get confused sometimes on maybe what are the things that we need to funnel our energy into. And if these are things that are bringing you physical ailment, if they are bringing toxicity into your life and depression, anxiety, stress, that's not what we're looking for. There, there is good stress out there, right? We obviously need good stress in our lives to continue to hold us accountable and driving action. But I'm talking about things that physically make you sick, that keep you up at night, that, that clearly do not serve you. We have to know when to press go as well as when to press the brakes, when to pump the brakes better yet. Letting go is just as important as continuing to press on in your journey. And so reflect right now. We, this is one of the actions I, am, I would say, right, is take an opportunity to reflect on what it is that you might be able to let go of. Actually, let's just add to all of this. Not only take the opportunity to reflect on what you can let go of, but what you can better funnel your energy into. And from there, guess what? You already have the answers to the test. Once you know where you're funneling your energy into, it's go time, baby. You are addressing all of the fears and learning to love them and overcome those fears as it relates to those things that you're funneling your energy into. And you're eliminating all those beliefs and starting to love the empowering beliefs that you were rewriting for yourself to help you take all the action, do it tenaciously. That is what is going to drive you closer to your goals and your vision and the life that you always wanted on your terms. There's one more piece of advice that I can give you is it's to not give up when things get hard. When you are in the discomfort zone and you're fighting tooth and nail and it feels like, my goodness, it's raining and it's pouring and things are just hitting the fan left and right, That is the moment where you continue to press on. Again, if it serves you, always keep that into mind. But when you continue to keep going, no matter what, even when it gets hard, that is where the growth happens. And in fact, one thing that keeps me going in the times, I mean, clearly it's mental grit, but one mental shift that I make, especially when I'm put up against maybe something that people would consider a struggle or a a bump in the middle of the road, is I start to think, you know what? Life put this there so it could test me to see how much I wanted it. Because there was someone else out there that needed me to move that mountain or overcome that obstacle to show them that it could be done too. And they are going to be so grateful that I did that. I'm going to be so grateful that I did that. Because I can prove to myself and to others that I can do hard things and so can they. 
So today, and actually I would just encourage you to do this before you get up from your seat or you, you move to the next podcast or whatever it is that you do, but take the chance to apply something that you've learned today. I always tell myself every single time I come out of a meeting or a team call that I am not going to leave my chair until I've taken action of some sort. Again, it doesn't have to be big. It just has to be something that will move you 2% closer to where you're going. So take that moment to reflect. What are some things that you need to funnel your energy into and what are those things that you really need to let go of? And from there, what are the action items that you can take in order to funnel more energy into those things? And then what are some fears that you can start to overcome and learn to love? What are some self-limiting beliefs you can learn to rewrite into empowering ones that are going to better serve you? And how can you take small actions day after day tenaciously to not only show it for you and your personal journey to keep your cup full, but to get you closer and closer to where you want to be? If you can do one or two of those things before you leave this podcast and turn on the next one, you will already see a shift by the time we meet next. Now, the other thing that you can do if you found something in this episode to be incredibly impactful or insightful is to share the gift, to share this episode with a coworker, a friend, family members that you think would truly find something beneficial out of this. The goal of this whole podcast is not to change the world overnight, but to create the ripple effect. And what hopefully that will do too is for you to have the courageous conversation with others around your goals and how you want to be held accountable to the things that you were learning in this podcast. So it's benefiting you and benefiting others by just sharing the gift and paying it forward. And let's say there's still questions that are lingering or there's topics that you want me to address in the future. I am always looking for feedback and ways to better serve you all. So feel free to reach out to me on my social media sites, which you can find me active on Instagram at Kayla Cittadino or Facebook. Facebook, which is the same thing, my first and my last name. Send me a direct message. I'm always in my DMs and you can ask me questions. Give me feedback on the show. Let me know what you guys are thinking. And if you're having troubles of getting started on your personal journey, please note that I do one-on-one coaching to help people make small tweaks to their routine so that they can live a physically and mentally healthier life. Thank you so much for supporting this episode of Taco About It Tuesday by leaving your review and for subscribing to this podcast for future content. I will see you next Tuesday for some more healthy, delicious tacos and conversations about life.